0: RV Adventurer Podcast. This podcast is for both the new and seasoned RV owner interested in learning more about their RV, where to go camping, equipment reviews, and much, much more. So sit back, grab a refreshment, and let's get down to it. Welcome to podcast number three. So what we're going to talk about uh, in this episode is we're going to talk about um, you are you're arrived at your trailer, at the site where you're going, to, you're, you're going to put your trailer. And then so what we're going to talk about is you know sort of parking and leveling and getting everything ready and things you have to consider in sort of a a, a a general way so you can start visualizing you know your process as you go through as you arrive at the site um in another episode we'll talk about towing and some of the challenges with towing um but today i, I just want to talk about you, you get to the to the site you're about to back up now you gotta start taking some things into account so matt's with me again um he was gracious enough to spend some more time with me to talk about uh, trailer stuff and the fact that i've probably talked three or four hours with them on other issues just to do with my personal uh-huh. problems I uh, just thought it'd be great if we could capture this for everybody's uh, you know experiences so matt let, let's talk about parking so i've, I've arrived i got the trailer the, the trailer site is behind me you know what do i start start thinking about before i flip it into reverse and start right. backing up
1: so my uh uh, myself personally when I go camping let's say it's Mickalong and then I book the site um, Milong is convenient enough to have um, those kind of Google Earth 3d um, street views of their oh, uh, really? of their sites okay. so if they have that option right away I'm I'm on street view I'm looking at the sites I'm making sure like hey my trailer is gonna fit in that door um, I'm not gonna have any issues backing in or this isn't going to be tight right or, so you, you
0: need to know the like so if like I know like my trailers 28 feet. But it's 31 hitched to bumper.
1: Right. So, and and sometimes it's it's your trailer will fit in that site, but when you actually look on the street view, you see oh there's a garbage container right across from this site. I'm not gonna be able to swing my my trailer in there. Um, so these are all things that I like to take into account even before I go on the vacation um that's kind of when i'm picking my site I'm, I'm looking at these things because uh you don't want to discover it when you get there I yeah guess. that you physically uh, can't now you have get 30 into feet behind site. you yeah. you can't physically park it um, so then fast forward to when we arrive i'm again now i'm usually jumping out of my truck I've, I've, i'm sitting in front of my campsite i haven't parked yet I'm, I'm gonna jump out i'm gonna do a quick walk around i'm gonna check inside the site i'm gonna make sure that there's nothing sticking out um the ground something that somebody left there or the picnic tables in the wrong spot Um, tree branches up above that I'm gonna catch with the the roof or anything up top so I'm just gonna kind of do a quick visual um, jump back into the trailer now. I'm I'm pretty experienced with backing up, so I'm doing it myself typically. But if you're if you have any kind of doubts, I would suggest if you have somebody else with you, have them jump out and kind of guide you and make sure you're. Yeah, use you
0: a good. You can go to Walmart and you can get a set of walkie talkies for like thirty yeah. bucks that will charge off your car. You just keep plugged in. One person takes out when the other one turns it on. Because if you don't have cell service, you might lose the person they go tell you stop and you don't hear them and you back up. So yeah. a cheap little pair of walkie talkies is a really good thing to have for Aiden when
1: you're backing up like yeah. that. So once you know everything's clear or good to go, uh, position your trailer into the, the site. Um, where you position it, that's that's going to be up to you. Some people like it uh, further at the back. Some people are trying to maximize their space so they're getting it really close to the, the tree line or the the edge of their, their campsite. Um, some of the things that you're going to want to consider when you're parking it is... Uh, is where your hookups are. So if um, if you only have a 15-foot sewer hose and your hookup is way at the back of the site, well, you don't want to park your trailer right at the front of the site. If mm. it's a shorter trailer, you're going to want to make sure it's you're, you're parking it where you can maximize your, your hookups. If you're paying for those services to have full hookups, you want to be able to use them. So you don't want to be stranded there or having to go buy another sewer kit that day so that you can actually hook
0: up as well as slide too. like I know a couple of times I've gotten in and I said I think this is okay and, and what I kind of did was I've learned that if I you know if I put my fist to the trailer and extend my arm fully um my slide sort of fits to my nose it's kind of like, like that's how i can kind of gauge yeah so i can stand next to the trailer put my fist to it and go yeah the slide's gonna fit here. i'm not gonna hit anything
1: right yeah because you don't want to spend all the time getting it positioned only to find out "Oh, i have to move it now because my slide doesn't open um so uh so you position the trailer you get it parked um now what i do is i jump out um i guess the other thing before while you're parking is is check uh the terrain um If you see there's a really big dip or or something like that, that you're going to have a tough time leveling the trailer now because you're parking two wheels down into a a big uh, grade difference. Um, You might want to position the trailer in a different spot, move it over, left, right, whatever you need to do to try and maximize the the most level. Yeah, because I I
0: think that's a great takeaway that I didn't have when I learned about trailers was that you have to level the trailer first, Mm -hmm. left, right, and then you can you can use the hitch to make it sort of front to back. Yep. That's the difference. And then the, the the jacks on the sides, they're they're just there to bring balance so that the trailer doesn't rock a little bit. Right. But but that's it. Yep. Like you're not lifting up the trailer with it. If you are, you're doing it wrong. Right. You're going to you bend know? the jack. Yeah. So which I can also speak to <laughs> so, from that yeah. experience. So.
1: so yeah. Like and you want to make your life easier. So if, why start way out of level if you can find a, a smoother section in your campsite so um, so I'll back it up I'll get it close to where I'm going to park it but I won't necessarily put it in the in the spot that I want it to end at because now you're going to be leveling your left to right so you're going to jump out of your truck if you have the level blocks you're going to be setting up some level blocks so then drive your your trailer up onto the blocks if you've got those anderson kits you're gonna pop those in front of your wheels and then pull your trailer forward onto the them as you level but it, it needs to move forward or backwards depending on how you're which way you're going um to then level so you don't want to spend all this time positioning it into place and then get out and be like oh i gotta i gotta level it now and, yeah because so, once you get it level it's like an
0: art and then Oh, I gotta move it over because the slide won't fit, or there's a tree right. branch in the way. So. so yeah, you got so you gotta do that walk around and make sure you understand the terrain that you're about to do. I joked about doing a little terrain analysis. You gotta look at that and say if I go this far, I'm gonna tilt this way. Gotta put some stuff down. I gotta get it level. Yeah.
1: So. so then I'll, I'll I have the Anderson kit, so I'll I'll put them in front of my wheels and have my wife stand on the outside of the trailer with her level, and and then I'll just pull forward and until it tips it enough that it's it's good, and she'll flag me down saying yeah that's level at that point i'll put the the truck and park throw the park brake on so that it's not going to roll in the, the park paul there's a little bit of movement there sometimes. yeah great the, that's
0: that's a great tip because the amount of times i've done that where you put it in a park and boom you go, uh, it's off now and, you yeah, go, start, you're, yeah, and you're playing yeah, back and forth yeah with so the
1: time. park yeah. brake on throw in park make sure it's not going to move then i'm jumping out and i'm throwing my x-chucks on so this would be the time you chalk your wheels right make sure that it's not going to move um i'm setting up those x-chocks getting making sure everything's nice and tight and then uh at that point i'm then going to back to the front and and disconnecting the truck um so now i know that the trailer's secure it's level left to right um front to back like you said you can do with the front jack that's easy yeah so um
0: so where, where do you measure the level from like for me you know, what i do is like i open up the door for the main cabin and i've got a, like a probably a two-foot level, and I'll put that down. So I'll do I'll do left-right. Well, I used to do front-back, and then left-right. But I'll do left-right, and then once that's good, and then do front-back, it's right. right, which good.
1: Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of different uh, schools of thought there. Some people level their countertops. Um, so t- table oh. or the kitchen counter, um, that sort of thing. Cause that's where you're going to be putting a lot of your stuff. So if, if you put, um, anything that can roll on a countertop and, and your floor, because they're, they're hand built at the end of the day, your counter might be slightly different than your floor. Really? So, I never, never even considered yes. that I should do it that way. So if you level your floor, your counter's slightly off. Now all of a sudden you, you put something on your countertop and it's rolling, but because your floor is level, but your counter is mm-hmm. built a little off. So some people are going that way um other people are using the floor i'm i'm kind of a, a mix it, it, it'll change some days I'll, I'm, I'm lazy i guess i'll just toss it on the floor and i'll get it close and then other days i'm i'm, I'm making sure everything's level and because i'm going to be set up a little bit longer that sort of thing um, have
0: you ever used a little sticky ones that you can put on like the the uh the front hitch area to sort of give you a general idea some I mean,
1: those some people are, are using those and they're they're working great for them i haven't put a set online i have a set it's in the drawer i'm, I'm just, saying, uh, I just uh yeah i, I just haven't, haven't used it haven't set i
0: said there's a sale at walmart i'll pick this up i'm not sure we're gonna use it for it. so it's in the drawer right. and i yeah. one day i'll use it yeah, but it's uh, me yeah. too
1: so for now it's just a little uh little stick level that I'm, I'm tossing in there but uh but once i'm once i got it left to right leveled that's uh that's the hard part so then un unhook the truck um pull the truck away I'm popping my coupler lock on the on the trailer right then just as well, part of my process l- l- let's talk
0: let's talk about unhitching because I, I just did it yesterday so that uh, when when you unhitch you gotta make sure that you disconnect the chains you know you, you get focused in on taking the hitch off, but what you don't get focused in on is all the other stuff so you've got equalizer bars or whatever you take mm-hmm. all that stuff that's that's the obvious because you're looking at it but you gotta remember the chain and the breakaway right. brake. You know, they'll have to be part of your step, and what I try to do is they all go on a place, Yeah. and then I kinda do, before I move the car, you know, the truck, I will come back and go, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, good, okay, I'm disconnected. Because yeah. I won't say I've, I've pulled away with the chain still attached, <laughs> But I've pulled away the chain still attached. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: the other important one is uh is your wrench for your equalizers. A lot of people come yeah, in the, the, and they're losing their wrench because they yeah, set it yeah, on their yeah. bumper and they forget about it and then they drive away and sure enough that's that's fallen off.
0: Yeah, that that is uh I have it's like a tube, like a one inch tube It's about a foot and a half thing and my son and I call it the breaker bar. But I mean to get that equalizer bit to to lock the chains in place, it's like. If we lose that, like, there's no way I could hook up. Like, there's no way I can hook yeah. the trailer up. It's like the second most important thing next to the family that you have <laughs> yeah. to have in the vehicle because there's no way you're going to unhitch yeah. if you don't have that. They're like, you couldn't do it. There's no way.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, that's very important. And, it, and the other thing is it's just muscle memory, I guess, um, trying to build a routine and stick to that routine, do everything the same way. Hooking up and everything the same way coming off so that you know you do the the ball first then you're doing the coupler the lock on the coupler and then you're you're hooking up the seven way and then you're locking the coupler in seven place. Seven way.
0: Just so we clarify, seven the, ways the, the, the electrical plug, connector you yeah, electric electric put connection. in there so you get the lights and power yeah. and everything else.
1: Um. So and then you're doing your safety chains and then you're doing your breakaway and then when you unhook you're you're doing your breakaway and then your safety chains and then you're undoing the the latch and then you're dropping the the tongue jack down and then coming off the ball and if you kind of have a process to it i guess and it's like you're less likely to forget steps along the way Um,
0: that brings me to a question when you're unhooking um should you keep the the seven weight connected and draw from the power to power the uh the jack or use the battery from the trailer because because my concern has always been that if you do that and you're dry camping you may drain half your battery because that's a it's a lot of weight and things that's got to do that i was always as a drill, I would not do that. I always we keep the vehicle running. I keep that connector, and I would run that as the power until I disconnected, knowing that I wouldn't have drained the batteries.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good good process, uh, especially if you're dry camping. You do want to maximize how much, if you don't have any other source of power like solar or a generator or something that you can recharge your batteries with, and you're relying on that charge that's in there. Then definitely leave it hooked up to the truck until you're you're totally done, sort of thing. Um, the uh, the I lost my train of thought. Um, with so we've, the, un- we've
0: unhitched. We've got everything done. We've got our drills that we follow. So now the truck is pulled away from it. Right. So
1: at that point, um, now you're going to do your, your front-to-back level because, again, you don't want to get your stab jacks down, find out you're not level because you're going to have to pull them back up to, to raise and lower it. And the other consideration, um, when you're when you're dropping your tongue jack, you want to make sure that you have enough height Potentially on your for your tongue jack to to raise the trailer up at the front if you if the front's really low let's say and you need to get it much higher, uh, the tongue jacks only have a certain range I guess for right. for travel. So if you find you're going to have to really raise the front of the trailer, you're going to want to put you know, like two by fours or whatever it is, stack them up underneath. Well, that's the what those brick
0: brick bits yeah. can use. You can use those, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. You want something under that that front tongue jack so that you're not in a position where you get it all the way to the top of the travel and you're still a foot short or half a foot short or whatever it is and you now have to put it back on the truck to get something underneath it to then raise it so um, and that goes the other way too I've been in sites uh, old McDonald resort uh, out by Stetler I find their their sites slope um, quite a bit so the front of the site where your tongue jack is is much higher than the back of the, the site so in order to get level I'm almost putting my tongue jack on the ground um, so I find there I'm I'm not putting any blocks like maybe one just so it doesn't sink mm. into the ground sort of thing. But these are all things you want to take into consideration before you you want to Yeah, it when you look at that
0: because it might be you might have no choice but to come a little forward or come a little back even right. though you want to be back. Yeah. you're just gonna to have to manage that terrain. So, How do you feel about um, I use I have those blocks the plastic you know Lego blocks and then I've got these sort of rubber pads and I found that I like them a little bit better to put. The piece of metal on mm-hmm. rather than the plastic because yeah. I, I found with the plastic it kind it's, of shifted yeah, it a bit it kind of moves bit. around whereas as soon as i put those rubber things i just picked them up for the last trip i really noticed that the trailer felt more solid because it kind of it kind of get, had a little bit of give but it was sticky the mm-hmm. plastic is kind of sticky because it's like hard rubber like an inch thick and it's about you know the size of the block
1: yeah yeah and that's uh that's just it like any any point of movement um of any of your your pieces of contact with the ground is it could potentially add to that that movement inside the trailer so if you want something really solid having something like that on especially on the tongue jack that's a pretty big anchor point i guess for your trailer so um so that's definitely a good way to go um once you level your your front to back um this is something i do just because of the direction my trailer is is sitting and something you can take into consider- consideration going left to right too is that i i don't like to have my head tilted so that i'm sleeping with my head down oh, your, your head's on one side or the other yeah right so mine's I'll, front back so yeah my yeah. my bed runs front back too so i'll i'll level and then i'll drop my front just a little bit so that my feet are lower than than my head not a ton but that way you're when you're sleeping all the blood's not rushing to your head because you're at kind of a uh, downward slope where your feet are elevated, I guess, but that's personal preference. So if you if you want to take that into account, um, once you're all done, just adjust the adjust it a little bit, I guess, um, depending on which way you have to go. And then, uh, but generally, you
0: should strive for level. You should I mean, strive generally for level, should yeah. strive for level. Because
1: if your bed is is level, then you're you're good to go if you're level. Um, so once you have that front to back done, that's when you would want to drop all your stabilizer jacks. And make sure those are, are on the ground. And, you, and again, you don't want them super tight. You don't want to be lifting the trailer necessarily. So uh, enough that it just takes the weight, I guess, of the trailer a little bit. But um, you don't necessarily, if you're out a degree of level on your right side, make the right ones go up until you, you yeah, get that and degree of level. I and... won't say that's what I was doing.
0: but yeah, it's Because I, I think that's really important. And, and that's where I had a problem where I had a bit of a bit of a, a sloped area and and so I, I put probably too much weight and too much reliance on that mm-hmm. and it ended up causing a problem because the trailer shifted a bit so because the wheels weren't uh level and so they were carrying the load not the tires so as the the, the weight shifted yeah. it, it kind of moved the, the uh the scissor jack so it, that that is a really important thing in part of the train and if I could go back and fix that moment in time that happened I would have moved my whole trailer you know a foot to you know the the, the uh the entry side and not try to give us more space i would just say we're gonna lose a foot tuck yep. it up but yeah. i can't have this downward slope on the one side yeah so. so uh
1: and that's that's pretty much it from that point on you can uh if you have slide stabilizers once your slides out um, the other thing is i typically recommend leveling and doing all that stuff with your slides in um, and then um, once you're totally done stabilizer jacks are down and everything i bring your bring your slides out because sometimes it's a lot of weight um, that's that's going to shift off center, that sort of thing, depending on how big of a slide you have. So making sure that the stab jacks are down is going to just help support right. all that. And I found with mine when I
0: put mine out, like we just did those last two trips that we did. I had uh, little little jacks, I, I think I got them for you guys, that go under the steps. Because what we found was the bounce when people get onto the steps caused the trailer to really right. bounce. But once we put that, you know, it's, it's about the size of your hand. And it screws up or down, and basically so that when you step on the step, the, there's the no gives. The it's get. solid, and so the whole step system is solid. And that like changed the the comfort in the trailer because we weren't getting that every time someone in. You could tell someone went in and around the trailer because the whole you know were rough seas, and and, yeah. the, and the trailer would shift. So yeah, it made a huge difference.
1: So that's that's when you're going to be setting that stuff up. Get your awning mat out. Uh, get your awning out if it's depending on if you're you're camping right away. That's right. when you're going to start building your site. I guess at that point. So so putting everything out.
0: And, and I think you have to. I, I think you mentioned it as well. You got to have a system. You got to have. You got to look at how you do it. You got to have a system that makes sense. That works for you. And then you just got to get used to repeating it and have those sort right. of drills. Everything goes. Like because I find that uh, when you're coming out of camp or or getting ready. You, if you don't put the stuff back a certain way when you come back in the next time you won't find it because mm-hmm. it'll be buried under something because there's a finite amount of storage so you have to have kind of a system yeah. so you know I have a container that certain things go in and then the blocks get stacked a certain spot and then the, the breaker bar for the the, for the, for the uh, equalizer hitch it's sitting just like as soon as I open the hatch I can of reach in underneath and it's sitting right there out of the way but it always goes there yeah. and that's kind of my drill to, to you know make sure everything's in the same spot
1: yeah yeah it's, it's, it's that routine and that's what's going to make you uh, be able to set up your your trailer uh, faster is that that routine knowing you need to do x then y then z and 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 following that that muscle memory i guess of um you're going to be more efficient at it you're not going to make any mistakes where you forget to put the stabilizer jacks down or you forget to um, I don't know, or even simple things like putting your pressure regulator on your yeah, or your city yeah water exactly. connection. Like if you if you always do things in the same order, you're gonna it's gonna help. And especially like
0: like what I do is I I store the pressure regulator attached to the water hose on one end. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm not gonna forget it because it's constantly yeah. there attached to it. Um, you know, and, and for me, like I say, the sewer accessories I've marked orange. Everything my sewer has orange on it because mm-hmm. I got bought some orange tape so. The container, the box, everything will do that. So everything's got its place, and that just makes sure that you don't forget something, first of all. And there's certain stuff that stays in the trailer, but you, you, you start developing your system, and everybody's Correct. going to have a different yeah. system, yeah. but you have your system.
1: Yeah, and then the other thing is uh, having a system that you can be fast and efficient at, you're going to set your trailer up in the rain. It's going to yeah. probably happen more often yeah. than you think. In the rain and And, uh, and being and able to do else, it fast yeah. is... Uh, no, that's a
0: great point. That's a great point, and I, and I think that's the the thing is that once you understand what you got to do, and then it's not just you too. It's the family. Like everybody can have a role. Like my kids would get out and they would look at the corners to make sure I'm not going to back anything. Well, my wife is trying to be in the mirror line so that she can see me and we can talk but the kids are, are, are on the other side when we put the slide out one of the kids goes out with a slide to make sure for 100% in case I've forgotten it yeah. not going to hit something right? Yeah. and when we first arrive my kids put the blocks in that's that's their drill that they put the, the chalks in to stop things from rolling so I think you can engage everybody in the family can have a role to play to, to, to come in, into action sorry that's an army term but <laughs> um, you know, getting ready getting in there getting all ready to go everybody has a role to play and it's part of the efficiency it's not just one person directing the choir everybody can play a role right yep
1: that's
0: uh well matt i think that's great i think this is great information for a first-time owner who's coming in just trying to get their head around what they got to do uh hopefully this will be a great resource for them and then what i'm hoping we're going to do we're going to start talking about next time we get together we're going to talk about maintaining the fresh gray and black water systems and unfortunately, we're going to use my experiences of what to, not to do with fresh water, what not to do with the gray water, <laughs> and the stakes that can happen with your black water system. So I'll be on our next podcast. And Matt, thanks, Scott. Yep. Thanks a lot for coming on. It's been great Thank having you here. I think this is great information for the future. Yep. Thanks awesome. again, Matt.